0: Be the hero of your own movie. If your life was a movie, and it started now, forget about whatever financial disasters you've had, personal failures, relationship failures, what would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that! those things we define ourselves far too often by our past failures we look at our past and we say well that's me that's not you you are this person right now you're the person who's learned from those failures and you can choose to be the hero of your own movie right now write down your goals write down things you want to improve write down things you won't tolerate from yourself write down things that you've done in the past that you never want to see yourself do again and go forth from here as the hero of your own movie build momentum build confidence and momentum with each good decision that you make from here on out you can do it anyone can do it we live in unique times we live in one of the rarest times in human history where you can choose almost all the input that comes your way whether it's the movies that you watch the books you read the podcasts you listen to you can choose to be inspired
1: do that do that and be the hero of your own Welcome back to episode twenty-four of the Alpha Male Buddhists from Brooklyn podcast. In this episode, we're going to listen to a few clips of Joe Rogan uh, from his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. And uh, in my opinion, and many millions of people's opinions, it's, a, it's the best podcast out right now. Um, he's just very eclectic; covers a lot of topics. Very motivational. And the one quality that I really do love about Joe Rogan is he's brutally honest. And he doesn't really pull any punches. You know, he he gives it to you just the way you need to hear it. Podcaster out today and uh, I've been listening to him before he had a podcast when he had uh, some mp3 files that he played on his website and I was listening to those like repeatedly and they were really good. And he just really hopped on the podcasting from the very beginning, from the get-go. But anyway, Joe Joe Rogan is the man. He's a he was a U.S. Taekwondo champion when he was very young, and uh, yeah, the guy's very inspirational, very motivational, very very intelligent, uh, tremendous interviewer. You know, uh, I was watching an interview with him the other day with Ra- Randall Carlson, and they were going deep, man. This guy kind of holds his own on any topic and uh, has some great guests, uh, Eddie Bravo and, and Joey Diaz and some really, you know, good good crew that he has, man. He's a great guy and, and I love Joe Rogan, he's the man. But anyway, we're going to listen to some motivational clips uh, from his podcast where he just speaks about life and his belief systems and, 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 and his philosophy and his uh, tactical approach to living life to the fullest. So we're going to get into listening to some Joe Rogan and uh, yeah, man, I I don't have to make too much commentary on this. It's all pretty much self-explanatory. So let's get into it.
0: It's good to treat other people the way you would like to be treated yourself. It's like a golden rule and there's a reason for it. And that reason is that we're connected in some strange way that we don't totally understand. Unless you are good to other people around you, unless you're kind and friendly and warm and loving, you're not going to enjoy this life. You're just not. You're going to be problems everywhere you go. You're going to have problems everywhere you go. You got to figure out a way to enjoy this life. It's not because of Jesus. It's not because of Moses. It's not because of anybody that may or may not have ever existed. It's because that's how you fit in better in the world. That's how you stay positive. And it doesn't have to be some shit that was written 5,000 years ago on animal skins that doesn't have to be the golden rule because it's old you know that's dumb we need to figure out like now today what what is you know the best way to live your life what is the you know there's got to be ways you can be putting forward the most positive energy I mean we know objectively what's causing pollution we know objectively what's causing birth defects and you know and we're taking in too much chemicals and not enough vitamins we know objectively all this stuff we know how to organize our world and yet we don't do it we know how to organize our health and yet very few people do it we know all these things the right path to like being like a happy healthy person is to do all the shit that we already know you're supposed to do take care of your body take care of your health Take care of your mind, your stress. Meditate, be kind to people. We all know that. I mean, you ask anybody, they know how to get by and to be the, 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 the most evolved version of you that you can be. I mean, it's not like a, a magical checklist. If you talk to people about it, if you said, okay, here, you, you got a person, you want to improve them, what are the things that you're going to do to them? Okay, well, if I was a life coach, the first thing I would say is, this guy's got to get on a diet that makes him healthy. I don't mean a diet just to lose weight. I mean just healthy foods in your body, v- many, many vegetables, vegetables, a lot of, Good, good quality protein. A lot of water. Stop the sodas. Stop the bullshit start working out your body and get a better sense of like how this machine feels when it's moving it's flowing better there's less tension in it your mind feels like relaxed and, and you enjoy every single moment of the day better step one everybody knows that step right what's well, step two be cool to people be nice to as many people as you can smile at as many people as you can have them smile back at you tip well when you go to restaurants just do the most you can be as nice as you can you know and just still manage to not have people walk all over you just get through this life as nice as you can what else do what you want to do with your life right don't don't go be doing something you don't enjoy don't do something that's don't get locked into you know a, a car that you can't afford and doing something crazy because you need the money don't don't do that do what you want to do do what the fuck is it that you really want to do because if someone else is doing it you can do it you know I mean everybody makes their own path through this world but a lot of people don't follow the path that they really follow and feel pulled to, you know, just for whatever reason. They got negative programming. You know, when they were kids, someone told them they couldn't do it or told them to take the shortcut or, or take the, uh, the, the sure route. That's a, a sad thing, man, when you talk to dudes, especially like talented dudes, and they don't follow up with what they want to do, you know? There's a, a bunch of people that will say, yeah, well, I have a family, so, you know, it's a great idea for you to just go out there and go crazy. I have people to support. You need to listen. Stop saying that. Stop saying any of those things. Every single person who has ever done anything worthwhile or exceptional or difficult or extraordinary, anyone, whether it's great artists or authors or mathematicians or whatever the it is, everyone encounters difficulties. There is no easy road. It does not exist. It is impossible. Everyone has issues. If you have time to pursue a hobby, if you have time to do anything in your life, you can better yourself. And here's one way you never better yourself. When you come up with excuses for why other people are successful and you're not, that is dangerous. When you give yourself an escape, yeah, well that's easy for you to say, you know, you do this, you do, 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 Trust me, everybody has a hard road. I wanted to jump out a window several times during my young life. I wanted to jump in front of a Train just ended because it's too much pressure. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Theoretically, we all go through hard times, we all go through depression, we all do go through doubt, and then moments in your life where it's really f- difficult and you're trying to figure out what the f- your path is going to be. It's hard as, sh- but. Stefan and I were talking about this before the podcast starts that that is what makes you a person and those difficult moments are what build your character show me a great man who's the son of a great man you know that's what we're saying these kids that are born billionaires you're f- you're f- you're never going to be a self-made person you have a backup trust for your backup trust for your trust and you're f- Man, I'm fascinated by martial arts. I'm fascinated by comedy. I'm fascinated by many many different things I don't understand when people say they're bored because if I had the time to live a hundred lives I'd be speaking different languages. I'd be living in different countries I would I would try a a number of different careers because I think there's a lot of unbelievably fascinating puzzling complex things that you could study in this world Mm. That's just me and my personality, but that's a personality also that I've cultivated over years of challenges. Well, you like that as a kid, too? Well, I was involved in martial arts very early, and I think that is one of the things that motivated me to uh, explore difficult tasks, because through difficult tasks, you learn an incredible amount about yourself, and uh, you, through, through the fire of competition, you get to understand You get to understand motivation, you get to understand the resistance that you have inside your mind to doing hard work. Mm. You get to understand the rewards of discipline. Like You don't truly appreciate relaxation unless you've worked hard. Mm. And that is the yin and the yang of life. And I've said this to to the point of people getting sick of it, (laughs) but one of the worst decisions a man can make, I can only speak for men, obviously, um, is to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you should try to be comfortable I think what you should try to do is try to earn comfort mm-hmm. and if you if you can get a day off where you you you've worked hard and you've you know, accomplished goals that day off will be so sweet when I work hard and I sit in front of the TV I enjoy the sh- out of it. I put my feet <laughs> yeah. up. I have a nice drink. You know, I I enjoy do you have one my of those free chairs time. that nids your back or something like that. I do that. have one of those. Do you really? Those are great. They're you know? great, right? Yeah, I don't use it that much though. Honestly, I'm more of a workaholic than I should be. Probably if if the the balance was, I probably should relax more than I do. But I never feel like I earned it. But that's part of the reason why when I do feel like I earned it, I can enjoy it. It's because I am. More connected to the idea that I need to to accomplish things, mm. and to and, and it's not, not like for anybody else's benefit other than my own or anybody else's approval other than my own. I just when I have a task, whether it's uh, I today I'm going to write a thousand words, you know, or two thousand or whatever the number is. If I don't do that, I don't. I'm not. I write things down. Like I'll write down a list of things that get accomplished that day. And if I don't accomplish that, I'll get sick. Like I'll it'll drive me. F- Crazy if mm. I can't fill out that list that drives me nuts, you know, but that's what led me to be a championship level martial artist That's mm. what led me to achieve the, It's like that it's the reinforcement of those goals, like understanding that the, you can achieve those goals, it's going to be difficult. You're going to push through the difficulty, and then you're going to understand what difficulty truly is, and how much of it is just mental, how much of it is just in your mind. This adversity to to uh, difficult task or to struggle you know and a lot of people have that they're scared they're scared of of complications they're scared of of failure failure is a big one that people are afraid of but failure is one of the most important things you could ever have as far as like the motivation to do things differently mm. one of the reasons why i think that I'm good at friendships and relationships is because I've failed at them in the past. One of the things that I'm good at comedy is because I bombed on stage. One of the reasons why I'm good at work is because I've been a sh worker in the past. And I know the the feeling of failure, the feeling of uh, of shame of being like a weak, non motivated, lazy person. It's a weak feeling. It's mm. a you don't respect yourself. You know, and I have this phrase that I use all the time to people to, to try to motivate people. I say that be the hero in your own movie pretend that if mm. your life was a movie and your life started now What would the hero do? What would the person that you respect do? What would the person that you admire the person that inspires you? What would they do? Well, do that sh- <laughs> and if you do that you slowly build momentum you like today I did what I wanted to do today. I started a class in yoga I did this I did all these things that I was saying I wasn't gonna do and now I feel momentum And yeah. momentum is a very important thing point in people's lives. That's why some folks don't like to take days off because they feel like they're losing momentum and they sort of have to restart the wheel up again after a vacation. You know, and there's a lot of folks that live life on a cushy cloud of marshmallows and bullshit and then one day something goes wrong and I mean that's why spoiled kids are so sad like a spoiled young boy is one of the saddest things ever a young boy that becomes a man and can't take care of himself and his dad has to keep on rescuing him his dad has to keep on bailing him out of situations and giving him money I've met guys like that and that is a crippling affliction when they don't have the character themselves to be able to get by in life they constantly need someone to help them and bail them out even as a grown man I've met guys in their 40s that still need help from their parents. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You're never gonna get it right, because somewhere along the line, they didn't face enough of the adversity to realize that there's sometimes you just gotta get up and get shit done. There's sometimes where you have to f- pull yourself up, and you have to push forward, even if you wanna stay in bed. And if you don't do that, and you just keep calling on your daddy, and your daddy keeps rescuing you, you never develop those tools. You never develop that ability to recognize what you're doing wrong with your life because you're you're soft, you got a cushiony, you got a safety net, a safety net for your safety net. If you had a kid, obviously you do have a kid, but say if you had like a 20 year old and he's just a f- doper where he wake and bakes and doesn't get anything done he's just always like hanging out with his friends and playing video games and he's just a f- loser yeah. I, I, I wish there was a way. You could show someone like that, like I know that you're getting some comfort and satisfaction out of just laying around, doing nothing, eating, getting fat. But your life would feel better and richer if you had a goal. You chase that goal, you accomplish some things, you would get this boost of confidence. You get this boost of self-esteem, like whatever it is that you're into doing. Maybe you're into drawing comic books. Maybe yeah. you're into uh, by making f- pottery or sculptures or. who But find whatever the. F- that is and pursue that instead of doing nothing like the people that are doing nothing those are the real people I mean, look doing something might be as simple as like that Alex Honnold guy he just climbs rocks but he's world-class it's rock climber though. it's something but and it's also a goal of, his, of yeah. his and he's also the best at it right? yes yeah but those those people who smoke pot all day and do that those are also the guys who hate
1: on Joe Rogan for being in shape. You know what I'm saying, or being disciplined, or get on Kevin Hart's Instagram and hate on. Him, you know what I'm saying, because they don't. It's it's their own insecurities. I see what you're saying,
0: but I I would assume they would get motivated by seeing other people do something with their lives. Like that should be motivating, not yeah. But discouraging. if you grew up, if you grew up with losers and you're around a bunch of people with. The Attitude, especially if it's in your household. <clears throat> I was very lucky that, uh, m- both my mom and my stepdad, they're not, ne- they're not, they're the least hater people I've ever met in my life. They're just not haters in any way. Like if someone's doing well, they're always like, wow, look at this guy, or like, wow, look at her, or yeah, wow, look at him. him. There was never any hate in my house in terms of, uh, other people's success. But if you grew up with a dad and your dad's like, yeah, these, f- all these rich assholes, this, f- You think she's a badass and this you know there's people that look at other people's success and instead of saying wow that guy did a lot of work like the way I'm a successful person, but the way I look at Kevin Hart He exhausts me, you know or the rock those guys exhaust me. I'm like Jesus Christ Like I feel lazy next to those guys like they do so much like those guys are so overbearingly Ambitious, you know? But some people, they see that and they compare themselves and they don't like it. So they get started getting really shitty. And it's like a natural feeling to try to chip away at that person. And the worst people that you know are the people that don't have a good self judge, that yeah. everything they do is awesome. Yeah. Th- those <laughs> never grow anywhere, right? I mean, that's a huge issue with comedy um, when you run into people that have a terrible comedy sets but think they did great. Like, we would always, Greg Fitzsimmons and I would always talk about that with, with like, open micers. Like, there's people that hear Phantom Labs. Like, they think they're doing great, and they have this delusional self-opinion where everything they do is awesome, and they don't know why they're not successful already. They don't, don't know why they're not famous. And those people, I believe, I mean, in some sort of a weird narcissistic way, you could look at it this way, that those people are there to teach you. This is the consequences of not Feeling that awful feeling when you fail. I was talking yeah. to Burr um, a couple weeks ago He did a set at the Comedy Store, and I saw part of it. It was uh, he was killing and then I ran into him in the hallway and uh, I go, oh man main room show was great, right? And he goes, yeah I f-ed Up at the end though I tried to hang in there too long and the last bit bombed <laughs> like he was just it was r- r- Rotten at him that the last bit like he goes I f-ing hung in there too long. I should have got off of the bit before that yeah. You know like, but you know when I was in there, he was f- killing, yeah. you know, but that wasn't in his mind. The yeah. success was not in his mind this, the what was like, okay, whatever that happened at the end, don't f- do that again <laughs> right. You know? right, but that's why he's Bill Burr, that's yeah. why he's really good. when you're alone with your thoughts, you get an idea of what your thoughts actually are. If you live your life just acting constantly on the momentum of other people's expectations, of Ugh. you wanting to be liked by these other people, you can run into a trap and you, you, you set up a life that you didn't really want. You're, 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 you're trapped in this situation where you have a mortgage, you've got credit card bills, you've got student loans you have to pay, you have a bunch of shit going on that you have to continue to feed. And all that, and especially if you have a family and you have to feed them, oh my goodness. Then you're fully locked in, you can't take any chances whatsoever. And oftentimes people make the mistake of getting stuck. And it is just a tactical mistake, just like it would be a mistake if you got stuck on a video game. Just like it would be a mistake if you followed a map incorrectly and you got stuck in the woods. Your life is certainly some sort of a journey. It's certainly some sort of a journey. And we have to all be aware that when we're making journeys, we're not going to always make the right steps. And sometimes you have to back up and try again. And if you're in a position where you can't back up and try again, you've trapped yourself. And the system will set out honeypots for people to get trapped in. The system will set out the ideas of retirement, the ideas of the golden years, providing you benefits, providing you a healthy work environment. Why? Well, because they want people to work for them. They don't want people to realize their own dreams and escape And those, well, that's a pain in the ass. So you gotta hire more people and train them and they want to set it up so that you stick around stick around in some sort of an unsatisfying world. It's up to you to see that video game problem, to see that issue as it comes up on the map. No, no, I think this is a right turn. To see all the problems that could potentially lay in front of you and calculate your, your future. And then also look around at all the people that didn't do it and look at the misery that they're in and learn that you don't yeah. want to be like them. And then look at the people that are have kind of taken chances and navigated their way. What do they do differently than you? What 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 objectivity do they have that maybe you lack? What insight into their own mistakes are they willing to delve into that you're not? That you step back and you go, "You know, I don't don't I just don't want to look at myself that closely." But the person who's able to look at themselves the closest is going to get the more rational results. One of the things that's causing this funk that people are in is that we're living our lives, many of us at least, in these very unfulfilling ways, where you're going to this office with artificial light, and you're doing something you don't want to do all day long, and then you get home and you're tired. And on top of that, you're eating sh- you're eating potato chips and you're drinking soda, and your body is just like, what in the f is this? We're supposed to be out in the fields. We're supposed to be walking up hills. We're supposed to be looking for animals or gathering vegetables. We're supposed to be doing all these things that our body's designed to do. We're supposed to be in nature, yeah. And nature is like a medicine. Like it literally is a medicine to you. Like no, people, no. people that go, you don't have to go hunting. You don't have to go fishing. Just go. F- hike man just go hike up to the top of a mountain and look out you know there's a reward that you get from that that is intensely like soul filling mm-hmm. there's like something about like when I was in Colorado and there was this um, this area of boulder where you drive up one of these roads and there was this area where you could park and it was this incredible view man and these people would just park and just go out there and just look but you get there and you park and you go. F- because you would see, you're literally seeing the continental divide. These snow-capped mountains in July. Yeah. In July, it's covered with snow, because those mountains don't give a Perspective. F- f- effective. One thing that we are, we're an animal, but we're also the next stage of animals, where we're aware of who we are and we contemplate our existence. And when you contemplate your existence and you're an intelligent life form, you should always be seeking to improve. If you're always seeking to improve, the thing that you look at it like what has brought me the most positive results? So it's kindness. It's kindness, friendship, the the, the connection with human beings on a very positive level where you like build up like a, a trust and you you have a warmth and friendship and you root for each other and you you share in each other's bounty and you you build together. You know, that we all know inherently in our in our heads that kindness is like one of the best gifts you can bestow another human being, whether it's giving them food when they don't have any, or helping them out, or hooking them up, or doing mm. something to help them, just or being around them and, and, and complimenting them, whatever the fuck it is. We know that inherently that feels great, and we know it. We, yeah. we, we know that that's the next, we have to figure out how to use our resources together so that we can be like that all the time. I think it's always about doing what you actually want to be doing with your life as far as if you have an inner... Creative expression to get out, and there's a lot of people that always wanted to be singers, and they just for whatever reason never pursued it. Yeah, so they just sing around their house, and they always wonder what could have been if they just tried to be a singer. That's one form of that that could bum you out. That's one form of a, a, a roadblock in your life. The the the, the depressed feeling. That you didn't try, that you didn't try to reach your potential. Mm. You didn't go after what is intriguing to you. Like we all have almost like a beacon that pulls us in a certain direction. But some people it's nursing, some people it's construction and architecture. Being a parent for and, yeah, some people. It, for some for us it was stand up. Yeah. Know? It's really simple. Yeah. And it's like there there's there's a, something the, the the happiness that's involved in pursuing your your inherent desires is unavoidable. I mean, it's not it's 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 unappreciated. It's underappreciated. People think, well, all you have to do is find a career. Yes, all you have to do is find a career. But I guarantee you, there's one out there that you really, really want to do.
2: Yeah, the key unless it's is, just
0: like I want to be famous. Then well, you're an that's asshole. what I was gonna say.
2: The idea that we were literally on a gigantic organic spaceship—you know—that's just too. Up, it's too crazy to think. You know, it's so much easier to think about Tiger Woods and what was Jesse James thinking. And it's so much easier to distract yourself with, you know, who wears this dress better in Us Magazine. Seventy-six percent say this girl. You know, it's um. I think uh, as human beings, we have uh, we're we're in a weird sort of an adolescent stage of of uh, evolution, and we have these incredible. Technical and technological capabilities, and this insane ability to communicate with people all over the world, and this insane ability to exchange information. But we're we're still we're still trapped in this monkey body, and we still have these monkey instincts. And we work like in incredible hours. And you know, if you, if you see kids in school now, they have insane amounts of homework. They're training you to be a goddamn drone. I mean, you, you work all day in school and then you come home and you have hours and hours of homework, three and four hours of homework a night, to the point where you're, you're just accustomed to like doing things you don't want to do and, and then you're going to take that and you're going to go to college and you're going to work on it there and eventually you're going to get a job and that job is going to require hours and hours of your day and to the point where you don't have time to think about the space. You don't have time to, to think about is there some sort of a weird connection between every human being on the planet and every single action that you do, I mean, is life itself really just like sort of a gigantic mathematical equation that's too bizarre and unrecognizable to the average person? Well, those thoughts, they're, they're, there's no room for those when you have to get out for work in five hours and your baby's crying and, you know, you got to get gas and, uh, you know, there's all sorts of different issues that people have that keep them from thinking about the real, weird aspects of this life. This, this life is incredibly bizarre. J.D.S. Haldane said it best: "Not only is the world stranger than you suppose, it's stranger than you can suppose." I mean, it really is. I mean, when you start getting into like the, you start getting into quantum physics and you know the idea of particles in superpositions where they can, they can exist in motion and at the same time, and, and then there's subatomic particles that blink in and out of existence and exist in two different places at the same time, and like, what the f- is going on? You know? I mean, it's too much. It's too crazy. In order for you to take care of your mortgage, in order for you to be a good neighbor and show up for the f- homeowners association meeting on Tuesday night and you know, gossip with the Neighbors, about who's losing their house. There's there's too many variables. There's too much thing, things going on, and people gravitate towards stupid, meaningless, because it's easy to absorb, and because uh, it, it it jives well with our monkey instincts. You know, the Large Hadron Collider doesn't get nearly as much weight in the news. You know, there's there's a bunch of mo- there's ten thousand scientists that are making black holes. You know? That that's not getting that's not getting the news. You know, that's not getting nearly as much attention. We're so strange that we're like a movie. With we we, the whole human race, it's like a goddamn Coen Brothers movie. There's a certain amount of uh, programming that the media does, you know I mean? Especially if you watch like, stuff like Fox News. There's a, there's a certain amount where they're sort of conditioning people to think a certain way. But for the most part, it's what people are interested in. You know, I think like, the, the really deep, scary stuff is, is too daunting for a lot of people there's something about people that it's like they don't want to know what's behind the door they don't want to know what's outside it's too scary they want to control their micro world you know and they that's why people like you know having a a small group of friends and living in a small community and you know and they, they like to know their environment and when you get into really crazy shit like quantum physics and You get into the universe and infinity, the idea of of an infinite universe perhaps not even just one universe but infinite numbers of universes it's just too nuts It's too crazy to think that above you literally goes on forever There is no roof You step outside your house and there is no You can go, you can make a straight line from your f***ing head to a star that's 14 billion light years away That's that's insane. That's one of the things that, that hits you when you do mushrooms you, you know if you especially if you do like a large dose, you, you you start realizing that there's no ground. there's no up and no down. you're like in the middle of this and it, there's no there's no edges. it just goes it goes forever And you're like just like right there. you're right there swimming in this universal soup.
1: And the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alpha male Buddhist at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and namaste.